Coming up today, continued discussion around the Adelaide 36ers. And everyone's still catching their breath after Damon Lowry went whack on them yesterday on this very show. Is the NBL season too short? We talk about the current 28-game schedule, the Sydney Kings with a big weekend, and Alex Saar wants to finish out the season with the Perth Wildcats. That's all coming up on NBL Now. It is December the 6th. We're just about ready to go for the next round of NBL action. It all starts tomorrow night with Cairns and Sydney. As always, on a Wednesday, I'm Jack Heverin, alongside Derek Rucker. D-Ruck, good to see you. Good to see you, Jack. And don't I look refreshed after a day at Noosa? I am ready to roll. You do look very fresh. Very, very... There's not a wrinkle on your face, which I'm very jealous of. I reckon there might be a few wrinkles with the Adelaide 36ers. Let's start there. They've been the biggest story of the weekend. They continue to be... Yesterday on this very show, Damon Lowry was savage on them, suggested that they lacked ticker, lacked pride, that they didn't take any sort of pride in their performance and that they'd given up before the weekend started. It's been a really, really big 72 hours for Adelaide. It has, and I thought Damon's analysis was fair. Um, As always, he's very funny in the way that he punishes people, and I thought he did a great job. And, you know... I just think it will be a real it'll be a real point of demarcation for Adelaide. Right now they've kind of got to look at themselves and say, Wow, we may have really screwed that one up. And now we need to reflect, correct, and get back to playing good basketball. And I think it can still be done. I said on moments that mattered on Sunday, Jack, that I still think CJ is a capable NBL coach. He has the talent. He's got the history and pedigree in the NBL. So uh, I fully believe and I'm convinced that he can turn this around. We're all experts with hindsight, but with hindsight, do you think that Adelaide may have or should have gone a different path in the lead up to the road trip in terms of putting it on the agenda earlier in the week, again talking about it in the press conference after Saturday's game against Tasmania? Do you feel as though it's something that they, yes, they should have addressed privately, but not publicly? Of course, and it's always difficult when you have two away games in one round like that's hard enough but you know I thought Liam Santa Maria made a very good point you know should the trip have been scheduled like that probably not but I would have taken that as a personal challenge Mm -hmm. just like the doomsday double back in the day it is a major feather in your cap if you could get two wins let alone one win and against a wounded New Zealand team Jack I just thought you know that was a That was a pretty lackluster effort. I thought they should have won that game. If you're legit, you go out and win that game, and then you fly to Tasmania, and you're ahead of the curve. You can play loose, you can play free, and then you have a chance maybe to make some noise down there. But when you go in there with kind of a defeated mindset before you even hop on the plane to New Zealand, you're in a lot of trouble at that point. So I guess the the thing is what happens next, Ruck? They play Saturday night at home against Cairns, In some respects, you could argue it's almost the perfect scenario that they can put the week behind them, get on their home floor, and put on a good performance in front of their fans. But I just get the sense that their fans aren't feeling perhaps as confident about that prospect on Saturday. Well, Jack, right now it gets down to the how. And the how involves who. Who do they play? Who are their best lineups? And what is going to give them the best chance at being very competitive coming down the stretch of that game. And I think at the end of the road trip, we saw CJ go with some young legs, Nick Marshall, Kyron Galloway, 
Trenton Flowers, and they gave a burst. They gave mm. they gave some spirit. They injected some energy in the game. I think Nick Marshall be should be given some minutes early in this game. Same with Kyron Galloway. Trenton Flowers is shooting the ball really well. He's 50% from the three-point line. And you know what Adelaide as a team cannot do? Shoot the ball well from the three-point line. So get him out there. Get him some minutes. Adelaide's big problem is turning the basketball over. They have 62 more turnovers than their opposition over these 13 games. That's killing them. And to compound that, they take 10 less shots a game. So the formula for winning must change because right now, you can't win continuing along this path. You got to shake it up. Be very interesting what happens on Saturday night. That's going to be a must-watch game. 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Savings Time, of course. Check your local guides. I was interested yesterday to listen on the podcast. Dave Stevenson, the NBL CEO, spoke to Sport FM in, in Perth about the length of the season. And he put it out there and said that there are 28 games. That's obviously a lot in a pretty short space of time. But there could be an opportunity to expand out different teams coming in or some new concepts that they've been thinking about. What do you think about the current status of the league? Is 28 enough? I like 28 because we've been going at it uh, with this number for a few years now. But I would love to see more games, Jack. It'd be great to call more games. It'd be great to be in the arenas more often. And I think a 33-game or a 32-game uh, number is a around the sweet spot. And I think we can get to 32 um, if you go nine, uh, nine teams, all right, you play them three times each, that's 27. And then maybe if you went another five games, or maybe the number is 31, where you split the league into two conferences based on how you finish the past season, okay? So one goes here, two goes on the other side, and so forth. So you got five teams in each pool, and then you play each team in that pool one extra time. So that would get you a 31-game schedule, which I like is also, which I like also. So there are a number of ways to add some games. Obviously, we get it done in such a condensed amount of time. And with the holidays coming in, it is tricky and the FIBA breaks. But I don't think you'd be complaining, and I don't think the fans, <laughs> based on how they're responding to the league, I don't think that they would be complaining with the next four games at all. Yeah, I, th I think that's the good point. The broadcast numbers are up. We've, we've spoken about that a lot this season. Crowd numbers are at wonderful capacity levels. The appetite is is clearly there. And I suppose you could also get there pretty quickly, Ruck, in terms of expansion. By adding one team, it adds more games. Adding two teams will add a lot more games. And then there's also the potential of a, a gather round or magic round type scenario as well. Well, I think this, look, without put, putting too much pressure on, you know, on the schedule makers, because I know how difficult that is. I think ultimately the sweet number for me is 36. I would love to get there. And I reckon we could get there sooner rather than later. Hey, you and I are going to be in Sydney on Sunday afternoon for the Kings and the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. I was starting to get my head around that game yesterday afternoon. And it kind of dawned upon me that this is a big weekend for the Kings. They dropped to fourth after they lost to Perth last weekend. They've got Cairns away tomorrow night and a Cairns team full of confidence after their win last Sunday. And then the Phoenix at home on, on Sunday afternoon. Where are they at right now, do you think? I've been saying for weeks now that this team isn't playing to the level that I'm sure they want to. And I think if they're being 
totally honest with themselves, they look shaky, all right? They could have handled Perth out there, but they just didn't. I think you asked me a couple of weeks ago on a broadcast, what's their plan B? And I don't think it's come to fruition. I'm not sure what that plan B is, but I know that they've got to find an alternate style of play because they're getting up and down. They're allowing a lot of easy buckets. And when things aren't going well, they haven't found a way to strategize and slow the other team's rundown. And going up to Cairns for the game Thursday night, Jack, they're not a good road team. They're three yeah. and four. Those three wins have been against Illawarra twice and a Brisbane team that's not Brisbane now. So they do not have a quality road win, in, in my opinion. They're three and four. Look, Sunday, obviously, they're going to be feeling a lot more comfortable. We know that they're really strong at Kudos Bank Arena, especially on a Sunday afternoon. However, should they lose Thursday night and all of a sudden those wheels get real loose and then they have to go play Sunday against Southeast Melbourne, well, that takes on a whole different flavor, Jack. And I'm really interested to get down there on Sunday because it's going to be one hell of a game. But the Kings right now, Jack, they need to stamp their identity on the rest of the league and get it together. And does that happen defensively, Ruck? Is that where things need to change? Because we know they can score. That's never been in question, but it's at the other end of the floor that they're getting hurt. Well, we saw that's why they won the championship last year. When they were down and out in game five and we we're looking at each other uh, thinking this was going to be New Zealand's title, they locked New Zealand up in the final four minutes of that game and turned it around. You know, everyone knows worldwide that Sydney Kings can get points and they can do it rapidly. But if you're playing against someone like a Bryce Cotton, if you're playing against a Mid Creek, if you're playing some against some of the superstars, they're going to be able to score and get buckets against you. So being able to restrict the opposition's quality looks and and in the meantime, maintaining your own offensive punch, that's gonna how they that's gonna be how they get themselves up in the top two again. Can't wait for that one on Sunday. Hey, before we finish up, Alex Sarr spoke to the Western Australian and Craig O'Donoghue yesterday, said that he's got no desire to shut this season down and finish up. All of the latest mock drafts have Alex either number one or number two. I think it's pretty clear that he's going to be very early in the next NBA draft, Ruck. Love hearing that. Love hearing that this young man wants to be there till the end, wants to be part of a program that could potentially go on and win the whole thing. I just wonder, from your knowledge and your expertise what do NBA teams think when they hear that and say that this is a young guy who's committed to the cause well I think they understand that this is his competitive side speaking out and probably also that his management and representatives understand the value of now and being present and handling your business as it is in front of you and I like to see this and it's also a credit to the Perth Wildcats that they have set up an atmosphere and a learning environment and a nurturing environment where he is obviously emotionally invested in this program and doesn't want to give up on it. Mm. He realizes his importance. He's played better now. I mean, when he was ranked number one a few weeks ago, I thought that was a bit optimistic based on how he was performing. But he's been really good. I thought he was outstanding the other night against the Sydney Kings. And he's only going to get better. And I think playing tough playoff basketball games down the stretch, is going to add a lot to his value, is going to add a lot to his basketball soul and what he turns out to be as a future NBA player.
And I think good for Perth. He adds a lot to that team as well. He's important. So I think the Wildcats fans will be very, very pleased to hear that as well. Ruck, always great to spend Wednesday mornings with you. We'll see you on Sunday in Sydney and enjoy the rest of your week. I certainly will, Jack. Great to be with you. Thanks for being with us on NBL Now. We will be back tomorrow morning.